Hello, and welcome to Let Me Look That Up, the show where we use the internet to try to answer life's trivial questions. I'm Tristan, and I'll be your host on today's episode. I'm Giovanni, and boy, oh boy, do I have some fun things for us to talk about today. And I'm Justin. I'm here to pretend that I don't need the internet to be smarter than you. We've all been there. You're hanging out with a couple of friends, and suddenly that random question pops up. Like, do I have cancer if my hands smell like peanut butter? That's when somebody pulls out their phone to see if they can find an answer. That's what this show's all about. Just a couple of friends trying to find answers to life's mysteries. Finally, a friendly reminder. The three of us are, at best, hobbyists who are mostly relying on random stuff we find on the internet. Like, I'm sure you've read William Shakespeare's BuzzFeed article, 10 Reasons Why You Can Believe Everything You Read on the Internet. Giovanni, today you have the scoop on olives for us. Sure do. Want to tell us more? Yeah. So the other day I was uh, eating a slice of pizza, as you do, and I was looking at my pizza and I realized, you know, I don't think I have ever in my life had a green olive on a pizza. Can you guys think of a time when you had a green olive on a pizza? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Describe. Tell me more. It was one of those kind of artsy... um hipster places mm-hmm. <laughs> wood fired um, they had like yeah. an open stove wood fire, open fired and stuff there. and it was i want to say it was like a vegetarian one okay i mean that's good so yeah rather than than black olives they put on uh green ones no pimento were you in california yes okay because i i was uh i was looking it up and uh, apparently there's some sort of uh low-key debate about um, not using green olives in New York. You can find it in California, but not New York is what this one blogger was saying. I, I feel like New Yorkers are super defensive about pizza, so that kind of makes sense. Yeah, I've never heard about that before. New Yorkers being passionate about their pizza. <laughs> it's new. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Tristan? Have you, can you recall a time when you've had a, a green olive on a za? Uh, no, because I typically try to avoid olives altogether. In general. Um, but if an olive exists on my pizza, it has, uh, to my knowledge, always been a black olive. So what? What? Why? What is it about an olive that is avoidable for you? I, is it because it's round? <laughs> I don't like round things. Uh, no, because that gets rid of pepperonis, and I love pepperonis. And the uh, pizza so all together. Yeah, the whole. Pe- the I, I go for square pizzas that are cut yeah. into squares. Uh, <laughs> Tristan thinks Tristan thinks that there's a flat earth not because he actually thinks that's true but because he just doesn't like spherical I things don't like <laughs> circles or spheres uh, no I I just don't like the flavor of olives I'm I'm not sure really we what talking it about is. salt are we talking about vinegar like what's the thing I think it's all of it all of it <laughs> <laughs> okay okay all right so let me let me get to my real question the the green black olive thing jumped into my head because of pizza mm-hmm. but i uh i was wanting to know do you guys know the difference between a green olive and a black olive i mean one's green and one's black yeah but but why i've always thought that they were probably a different type of olive okay 
Justin, what, are, what is your yeah. best theory for olive color differentiation? I kind of think of it of like um, grapes, how like there are, are red grapes and uh, white grapes and olives just sort of do the same thing. Olives and grapes. Why not? Yeah. I mean, they're okay. both Italian, right? <laughs> Does this mean if you have red olive oil, it means they left the skin on? And if you have white olive oil, it's because they took the skin off before they mm. let it ferment? Mm -hmm. Yes. Like grape, just like grape I've never seen a dark olive oil, so this is straight baloney. But... Yeah, I'm trying to think. I've no, I don't think I've ever seen any any like different olive oil other than like extra virgin and not extra uh, yeah, virgin yeah. yeah the the sex life of olives <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I, I didn't do any any diving into olive oil so i have no information about why why an olive can be virgin or extra virgin yeah <laughs> what's going on here <laughs> and why that word and also are they made out of black or green olives right i feel like like olive oil is made out of green olives for some reason okay. i don't know why it just feels like it feels like when you taste it, it just tastes yeah. a little green. Yeah, you know, I kind of um in in Europe where olives are more popular in the Mediterranean there, uh when when the olive uh like you know like a banana when it's yellow, it's like some people love it and then when it starts getting spots it goes I wonder if olives are similar. Like, man, some people are super passionate about the green olives, but man, a black olive is no go. Do they make good olive bread after they start going black? Right. Do they put it in the freezer and just make olive bread? <laughs> <laughs> or well, I, or olive milk smoothies. Yeah. <laughs> olive milk smoothies. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the banana olive relationship here. Uh, I just want to, I don't think I actually formally answered the question. One of the reasons, there's multiple reasons it turns out. One of the reasons an olive can be black is because it just ripens to a dark color. So all oh. olives start out green and end up dark colored. We think black, but really it's kind of like a purpley, blackish color, depending on on the specific variety. Yeah, I've noticed so, that yeah. when I've eaten all black olives, it's like it's not actually black; it's kind of purple. Right, right, right. Especially if you get the European style. Yeah, like, with a pit in it. One time, I was eating a dish that had olives in it. It was a salad, and nobody warned me that it was the uh, the pitted olive. And I Ooh. almost broke a tooth because oh, I yeah. just went right into it. Right. Yeah. yeah hesitation. It, it hurt. <laughs> I think for me, that's the biggest negative of olives is the the possible pit situation. Um, it turns out, I don't know what happened, but somewhere around like 35, I could just stand like in the light of the refrigerator at 2 a.m. and just eat a whole jar of, of olives. That happened to me at some point. That's gross. <laughs> i mean like yes you're not wrong it is, it is gross but it is also you know like one of the joys of being an adult mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know like every now and then you'll be walking you know like walking home from work or something and you think i could just go buy ice cream right now there's nothing stopping me yeah yeah it's it's kind of one of those things yeah. like i can go eat olives out of the fridge yeah. i'm an adult yeah no judgment here i mean we've all eaten a, a whole pizza by ourselves right yes I answered yeah. that way too quickly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think I think the obli the obligation when eating a whole pizza by yourself is to get halfway through and think, oh, I'm just going to have one more slice, mm -hmm. and then four slices later, like, oh, never mind. You don't think that's the the same thing that you had with olives? Well, I never have thought of like when I think of a whole pizza, it's like one thing. Mm -hmm. I've never thought of a jar of olives as one thing. It's true. Um, so there's a little there's some sort of disconnect there's there for me of. 
So probably a, a more related connection would be the time that I ate a whole sleeve of Oreos by myself. Yes. Um, yep. Because I was Never. sad because my roommate had moved out. <laughs> you ate a whole sleeve of Oreos because you were sad. Aww. So now, now when you eat Oreos, do you think about your roommate? Yeah. Every once in a while, I'm like, you know what? This Oreo, this one goes out to you. <laughs> all right. So I, hint, I hinted at the fact that there were multiple ways an olive could be black. Do you guys, do you guys want the, the juicy details? Yes. So I don't know about you guys, but when I was growing up, really there was just one olive. As far as I was concerned as an eight-year-old, olives came in a particular tin can and they were the perfect size to slide onto your fingers and they were always black. Um, is that is that your guys' experience as well? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Is it yeah. just me or have olives gotten smaller as I've gotten yeah. older? Yeah. I mean, my pinky doesn't even fit in the olive hole anymore. It's, it's a travesty. <laughs> I know. I totally miss being able to put olives on all five of my fingers. And now they're just, yeah. Do you remember how good you could like drum the table when you had five olives on your fingers? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like that was like the right amount of heaviness on the end of your finger to really get a good <laughs> brruh, brruh going. It was, it was the dream. <laughs> <laughs> we peaked so early. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Those so, were the days. It turns out in, in, especially the West Coast, but in the United States, we are all really, really familiar with uh, the California ripe olive style of olives. Hmm. Um, and so if you go into the store today, you can go to the aisle and you can, uh, if you find California style olives, you can find green ones or black ones. And uh, I kept reading on the internet that they taste the same. It seems insane to me. Hmm. Um, I can't, I mean, maybe if I close my eyes and didn't see what color the olive, but I can't in, for the life of me, imagine a green olive tasting like a black olive. Well, it's, I'll tell you what, I don't like olives, but I will gladly sit down with you and do a, a blind and try this taste out. test. I appreciate that. That's very noble of you. Thank you. Um, but yeah, so the California style of olives is th super side tangent real quick. Did you guys know that iceberg lettuce became like the United States lettuce? Because somebody in Northern California wanted to get their lettuce sold to everybody in the United States. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So, like, this guy figured out a new breed of lettuce, and then they would ship it across the country. It became really tolerant to ice, since iceberg uh, lettuce. Ice and they would ship it across the country hmm. with, like, blocks of ice stacked on top of it. Uh -huh. And so, literally, there would be, like, an, a train with an iceberg that arrived, and underneath the iceberg was lettuce, and hence iceberg lettuce. Wow. Um, huh. So did he like, around that? Go ahead. Never mind. Go ahead. No, I want I want to hear your response because <laughs> that's a weird thing to learn. <laughs> well, I mean, you said that he discovered this new like. Was he just walking around one day? He's like, oh, look at this lettuce that survived under the snow. Or I mean, <laughs> did he like breed it? <laughs> Wait, can you do that voice again? <laughs> oh, look at this lettuce that I found under the snow here in Northern California. Hey, Jimmy, come look at this lettuce. <laughs> I bet you if I put it in some ice, it'll survive. Let's call it Iceberg. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, he was a part-time radio announcer. <laughs> announcer part-time part lettuce grower. The whole world will know about my Iceberg lettuce, or my name isn't Jimmy Iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> this, this was back in the 50s, so everyone did sound like that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it was actually before that, but you know, um, I didn't actually, again... This iceberg lettuce is not the topic for the day. <laughs> so when you say, how did you discover it? I'm going to have to say, I don't know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, similar to that story, uh, there. so I, I live in San Diego. 
a, a random fact I found on Wikipedia while doing this was that the first olive orchard in the United States or what would become the United States was uh, in San Diego around the same time that on the East Coast the United States was becoming a thing. So the you know 1770s, hmm. 1790s, mm-hmm. they were growing the first olives in San Diego. Uh, but anyway, so they moved up the coast to Northern California, somewhere around 1898. Frida Amen, E-H-M-A-N-N, invented the method. She inherited a small orchard. It wasn't enough to like do the pressing for olive oil, which is basically all they were doing in California was making olive oil. And she wanted to find a way to sell her olives as table olives. And so she worked with a scientist out of the University of California, and they came up with this new method the method for California ripe olives, which we still use all over the place today. Mm -hmm. So it turns out all olives are basically the same species, right? (laughs) So all olives we eat come from the same species, which would be like saying all olives are dogs. There are a thousand different breeds of dogs or cultivars of olives, but the species is the same. So they could could crossbreed. You can make new olives anywhere. Mm. Most olives you eat are asexually reproduced, i.e. they slice off a branch and stick it on a stump of another olive tree to grow olives. Okay. So they they have slight varieties size. There's some that are better for turning into oil, etc. But yeah, so she had these olives and she wanted them to be able to be sold to people. And so she experimented on her she experimented on her back porch with these old barrels and the method they came up with used lye, which that's like how you get rid of uh, you know, bodies. <laughs> Put them in lie. Nice. <laughs> oh yes, the very specific <laughs> purpose of lie. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Frida, I've got some questions for you. Uh, any missing persons in the Orville area in the late 1800s? <laughs> I have a suspect. Uh, uh, she was using lie and then rinsing the lie off so it wouldn't, you know, poison people when they ate it to to make the olives. But all of the olives she picked were green, which, as I mentioned earlier. It ripens from green to kind of a brownish purple to a dark purple black. So she would pick them green and then she would do this process with them. And when they come out, they'd be black. Um, So they like artificially ripen to the black stage. Hmm. Do you guys want to make any guesses as to why? I mean, if it's lie, it kind of sounds like she's killing the olives and then rotting them out really fast. (laughs) They just go emo while they're in <laughs> I like it. I like it. It's so metal. <laughs> Tristan, I want to see if you have a guess here. Honestly, I was I was thinking very similarly to Justin of they're probably just like I don't, rotting isn't the right word. Rotting. Yeah, like, yeah, but like heading towards rotting, it's, right? It's aging it quickly. Yeah. Well, um let me drop a little hint here. The green olives now, the California ripe green olives use the same process with one step different. They don't rinse them off. <laughs> I'm going to guess they don't use lie anymore because, you know, we're past the 1800s and we're so smarter cool, than that. Yeah. Um, no, they definitely use lie still. <laughs> and uh, it turns out like a, a ripe, like an olive straight off the tree is just like really, really bitter mm-hmm. and is pretty much unpalatable because it's so bitter. And the lie is one of the ways to, to like suck the bitterness out of it. Hmm. The difference is she, when she was experimenting on her back porch, she used old barrels that had a bunch of cracks and crevices in it, and the lye would get oxygenated. Oh. It, it oxidizes whatever yeah. in the, the olive, and that's what turns it black. So in modern times, or you know, even, oh. I guess back then still, but in modern times, they were able to do it without any oxygen exposed to the liquid, to the brine. 
solution. It's actually a solution. They use brine later to the solution. And so it would, the olives would stay green. They wouldn't oxidize uh, mid-process. <laughs> so if you buy a U.S. olive, if it's black, it means that they blew bubbles into the vat. <laughs> if you buy a green olive, it means they sealed the vat and they didn't use bubbles. So now I'm picturing someone with like a, a straw just, just <laughs> sticking it in some wine. Going... <laughs> yeah, that, that, that'll never go bad. Yeah. Little, oh, no, little light bubbles no, 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 popping in your face. The wrong way. <laughs> Don't breathe in yeah. with the straw in the... You know. Yeah, so like I, you kind of hinted at like lie sounds crazy. Why are we doing that? Uh, <laughs> the reason for that is uh, it's the fastest way to quote unquote debitter an olive. <laughs> um, the traditional ways that like if you get a uh, like a Spanish or an Italian olive, the a it's a it's a different um, cultivar, um, so it's a slightly different shape maybe or a little bit thicker, a little bit thinner, um, and they use the fermentin- fermentation style of uh, debitterizing it. So very similar, like, you know, whenever humans find a vegetable that they don't want to eat right now or <laughs> yeah. they don't eat right now, they save it for later. Mm-hmm. They throw it in brine or vinegar or both. Or lie. Same thing with the olive. <laughs> Just throw it in some brine or some vinegar and wait a few months and then it won't be as bitter when you go <laughs> to eat it. It'll be fine. <laughs> it's fine, guys. It's good. So yeah, there's your answer. Huh. Ah. I would have never have guessed that they were both the same thing. Yeah, they don't like like a green olive and a black olive can come off the same tree at the same time and just go into a different vat. And when it gets to your table, it's it looks so different. Uh, Another way to tell if it's the California style or or non-California style is almost all the California style are in a can. This makes me wonder, like if you get a martini, right? Yeah, you've got a green olive. Mm-hmm. That's got the something red square, the red in it, red cube, the red thing in it. It's a pimento. <laughs> pimento, there it is. <laughs> red cube. Do they pimento black olives? I don't know. And what's I've <laughs> I've seen black olives with something in the middle, but it wasn't pimento, and I don't remember what it was. Oh, interesting. What does pimento yeah. even taste like? Man, I'm really showing my. Un- it's I avoid it's, um, anything olive. <laughs> but no, pimento is like a pepper. Like a little... Is it like a pepper or is it a pepper? I think it's a pepper. Okay. I might be wrong. Somebody needs to look this up, but I'm pretty sure I've seen just pimentos by themselves. Okay. (laughs) No, they're always in olives. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, looks like we've got a couple things that we want to look up. What's a pimento? And (laughs) do they stuff... Is it called stuffing? I don't know. Do they put pimentos into black olives or is that only for green olives, <laughs> which are all the same type of olive, just one of them had more oxygen than the other? Yeah. I'm going to look this up. All right. Let's do it. We love making this show and we love coffee and we need your help for both. The very best thing you can do to help us out is to tell a friend or two. For those of you who want to go above and beyond, looking at you, mom, you can support us by donating real cash money, well, electronic money, at buymeacoffee.com slash let me look that up. We'd like to take a moment to thank you and listeners like Stephen Cook for supporting our show and J3KO on Apple Podcasts for leaving us a review. He said, you've made a fan of me. The banter and tangents are great, but I love getting insight into those random questions. Great listen. Keep it up. Oh, thank you. We will. So Tristan, do you have some answers for us? Yeah, so Justin, you had asked or brought up pimentos. You said you weren't really sure what they were. Pimentos are a pepper. 
Uh, I think. Hey, I got it. <laughs> and they're they have kind of a sweet, low spice kind of flavor. Uh, they have a Scoville of somewhere between 100 and 500, so really low. And they're popular for their spice, or their not their spice, but their sweetness. <laughs> they have almost no spice, but yeah. they're popular for their spice. <laughs> they're popular for their spice, which is nothing. <laughs> yeah, why give them a skull rating at all if it's if it's that low? Yeah. <laughs> it technically, has capsaicin in it. Okay, <laughs> so it, they're like the uh, bell peppers of the olive world. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the article that I was reading is from the Spruce Eats. Actually, does talk about how they are similar to the red red bell peppers um mm, and okay. compared to a jalapeno they are about 40 times milder than a jalapeno <laughs> so yeah. just to give you an claim idea claim to fame stuffed in olives 40 times milder yeah uh that was my um, band name in high school 40 times milder <laughs> <laughs> we were kind of like a jack johnson tribute band <laughs> <laughs> it was great we played all the hits <laughs> Also, we were talking about the, uh, as we put it, the sex lives of olives. Um, right. And what, what makes what makes an olive oil virgin? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and it's actually the process of how the olive is turned into olive oil. Okay. Tell me more. So you have three stages or three t- types of olive oil. You have extra virgin, virgin, and light. Extra virgin is basically the way that it's pressed and extract the oil is extracted from the olive doesn't include chemicals or heat or anything in the process oh. it is a very pure uh extraction cold press if you will of the oil yes yeah and so extra virgin olive oil is top shelf olive oil then you have virgin olive oil uh which is very similar um but it's not quite as high quality as the extra virgin like it has a little bit of flaw to the flavor um Mm. and then light they just use straight lie right (laughs) yeah it's spelled lie uh no it actually is referring to the color um so extra virgin olive oil is actually a darker it's uh more of like Hmm. a yellow or a brown where light is that really light color um it also has kind of a neutral flavor where uh virgin and extra virgin have a very olivey taste uh light olive oil doesn't really have much of a taste to it and that's because it is processed using heat and the like so that's the difference between olive oils so I, i wonder if that means um olive oil can never be made out of black olives then since that's kind of a chemical process no, because black olives can be natural. If you just leave oh, it on the yeah. tree, you can get a black olive. So I imagine you could. Okay. You know. Yeah. No, there's two ways to get to a black <laughs> olive. Yeah. That, that like, let me let me recap what we should have learned today, what we set out to learn today, and that was <laughs> what's the difference. And there are two separate ways to get there. One is to dunk them in lye and oxygen. Yeah. They'll take a green olive and do that. You'll get a black olive. And the other way is to just let it stay on the tree until it starts to. Uh, turn turn dark and then you put it in the freezer and make uh, olive bread out of it later yeah yeah so it's <laughs> just just to be clear that is a reference to banana bread that's what we do in our house with the bananas when they start to get spots uh-huh. but i mean yeah. olive mm. olive bread is a thing is a thing uh yeah. right right but i don't think it involves black olives in the freezer not in the same at sense any that point. we, we I'll, do it i'll have to ask my local baker about it okay on top of that we learned a, a little bit more about 
what makes olive oil virgin or not. And that uh, pimentos are a very mild pepper. We also learned a little too much about iceberg lettuce. Yeah. Yep. I mean, <laughs> was it too much? I think it was just enough. Good. Yeah. This is the first time I, I've had, I've wet my palate for iceberg lettuce. <laughs> but wait, there's more. The learning doesn't stop just because we have covered today's topic. Listeners have done the real work of looking things up, and we want to share a few with you. This is Listener Lookups. Our listener lookup today comes from our friend podcast lover on Twitter. A few episodes ago, Justin, you'll remember we were discussing the Mario Brothers, which led (laughs) us to talking about twins and a whole bunch of other things. We just want to start off to say that podcast lover called us out uh, for our gaming skills because <laughs> none of us have beat Mario and they said yeah. <laughs> uh, that our gamer cards have been revoked because apparently you can speed run the first Mario in 10 minutes. So that makes me feel real good about my uh, my Mario playing skills. I don't, I don't think I ever had a NES that could stay on for longer than 10 minutes. So... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's not our fault. Yeah, the system's just old. <laughs> uh, but they also sent us a really interesting link uh, that's on LiveScience.com that discussed twins and some of the studies that have been conducted on both identical and fraternal twins. Uh, Justin, I think you brought up color preferences and things like that. That twins shared, I think. Yeah, but, yeah. And interestingly, uh, there are a lot of things that these studies have shown um, and similarities between everything from sexual orientation to the brand of cigarettes that they prefer to use uh, that (laughs) is all connected to genes rather than where they were raised or who they were raised by. Some of those studies uh, revealed that identical twins even when they were separated at birth, would have similar tendencies to stand the same way. Still doesn't explain why Luigi gets the short end of the stick. It's true. The article (laughs) didn't go into the the dynamics between older and younger, quote-unquote, twins. But it was really interesting read uh, and kind of discussed and and, uh, looked at the nature versus nurture of twins. Yeah. And uh, so if you want to give that a read, we've actually linked the article uh, in the description uh, if you want to learn more about it yourself. Thanks again to Podcast Lover for sending that our direction. We would love to have you join the discussion too. You can send us a message on social media with the questions that you've got on your mind. Tell us your thoughts about today's topic. Or if you just have a random fact that you want to share that you think I should have taking up space in my brain for my next trivia night or high school reunion, like that's going to happen. Well, anyway, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Let Me Look That Up or on Facebook at Let Me Look That Up Pod. Again, if you like the show, subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review. If you enjoy listening to us looking that up, you can support the show at buymeacoffee.com slash let me look that up. You can find all of our links in the description or on the website, letmelookthatup.com. Thanks for joining us today, and we'll see you next time on Let Me Look That Up. 
I'm Tristan. I'm your Bisky Boy Giovanni. I'm Justin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Giovanni.